Hey, Kansas City, you're listening to Real Humans by Gina Kaufman, a new podcast from KCUR Studios by me, Gina Kaufman. On this episode, the vaccination selfie dilemma. Specifically, do you post that selfie in a city of haves and have-nots? Let's start by defining our terminology, because the vaccination selfie is an emerging art form, and it has unspoken conventions. The card, the mask, the direct, unflinching gaze. There are variations like the action shot and the Rosie the Riveter-style bicep curl with Band-Aid, but the straight-on stare-down is probably going in the history books as the classic pose. When COVID-19 vaccinations were brand new, vaccination selfies from healthcare workers flooded my feeds, bringing pure joy to everyone who saw them. Unvaccinated friends and relatives expressed relief and pent-up emotion in beautiful comment threads. I dreamed of seeing my entire community reach the vaccination milestone that way. But as the rollout hiccuped and inequities became apparent, the selfie torrent slowed. People I knew were still getting vaccinated, but they were doing it quietly. A couple of weeks ago, as I began receiving texts alerting me to events where I could probably go get a shot if I went to some place or another right away, I grappled with my ethical responsibility. Getting vaccinated is something we can do to slow the spread of this virus. But what about getting vaccinated before someone else who needs it more? Someone without connections, who doesn't have transportation or can't leave work on a moment's notice. It was a dizzying conundrum, and after 12 months of dizzying conundrums, I didn't have patience for it. So maybe this is weird, but I used my own hypothetical selfie as my conscience. I would get vaccinated when I could feel okay putting that selfie out there for everyone to see. So this past Monday, on March 15th, I became eligible for a COVID-19 vaccine as a radio journalist in Missouri, and that plunged me into a parallel universe where the register refresh dance on all kinds of websites consumed my entire being. And when I got my appointment, it was like I'd gotten a golden ticket in Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. Hey, you got it! You got the last golden ticket! The kids found the last golden ticket! The selfie question was not fully resolved, though, because inequity wasn't resolved. What does it mean to share these selfies in Kansas City right now? I asked on Twitter and got a flurry of emails from people who kept their vaccinations to themselves. A millennial who felt bad about being better at the internet than his older co-workers who were still scrambling. A healthy white woman who was anguished by systematic failure to get the vaccine to black and brown communities. One respondent said she hadn't even told her family she was vaccinated. She wrote, I felt like I was on a secret mission when I visited the clinic and was honestly grateful for the mask that obscured my face. How did a symbol of hope so quickly become a symbol of unfairness? I think we know the system as it exists is not equitable, right? And so our selfie could be evidence of that injustice. Brian Houston is a professor of disaster communication at the University of Missouri. And when he sees these selfies, he's happy for whoever got the shot. But 
it's easy to be like, ah, why'd that person get the shot? Now, that doesn't seem right. Despite a little vaccine envy, Brian still thinks the selfies are worthwhile. They normalize a new behavior, and they're also a way of saying, keep trying, keep hitting that refresh button. One day you'll have your card. One day you'll be the one weeping with relief. But he also says this informal public health messaging with selfies would be way less awkward if official public health messaging followed the CDC's basic guidelines for something like, say, a mass vaccination effort in a pandemic. Get your information out first, make sure it's clear, make sure it's credible, make sure it's empathetic. That is what the CDC recommends. And Brian Houston explains that what happened is the opposite. All those eligibility tiers are super confusing, so not clear. And the tiers put some people ahead of others in a way that doesn't seem to fully grasp anything about their real-life circumstances, so not empathetic. The rules are different from state to state and county to county, so not consistent. And the information about vaccination events is getting out mostly on informal channels, so official communication is either not first or not credible. This amazes Brian Houston in a bad way. I've always thought, yeah, this is a no-brainer. This is like so kind of boring even. Like, yeah, duh, of course we're going to do this, right? And then we have the worst sort of public health emergency, you know, in quite a while. And, you know, the government has failed every single one of those. And so it's really sort of shocking um, how ineffective communication has been. Our selfies are landing in a fractured environment. But honestly, where else could they land? We probably all have had our COVID secrets all along, right? It's been such a process of what we should be doing and what we shouldn't be doing and what we get upset with others for doing and, and what we don't. And maybe it's not surprising that there are so many conflicting perspectives on should we be doing this? Should we be sharing it? What is expected of me? In other words, we're all operating with more anxiety about the wrong choices than clarity about the right ones. It's just a new version of the same problem we've been dealing with unrelentingly for a year. But Michael Kelly didn't hesitate to share his first shot selfie on Tuesday. It was taken outside the Negro Leagues Baseball Museum at 18th and Vine. My wife, who's pregnant, was able to get shot because she works for the school district. My mother-in-law, who's been um, staying with us, was also able to get it because she has a health condition. And so it was just kind of a feeling of FOMO. And, and so I was um, scrolling through Twitter, oddly enough, and um, I saw that this event was coming up. And so I popped in and, and next thing I know, I'm, I'm waiting outside uh, to get it. Michael says that for him, as a Black man, that vaccination selfie was important. This disease has done a significantly greater harm to people who look like me. And so there's still a lot of work that we need to do to make sure that we're rid of this virus. And this is one of the small things that really make a big difference. He urges people not to let guilt about the unevenness of the rollout stop them from sharing selfies. If folks do feel empowered and if they feel like it's something that can give people hope or encourage others to do it, then heck yeah, please spread the love and share the joy. Dan Leibarger, a white man from rural Kansas, agrees. He's lost 
multiple relatives to COVID-19, and for him, broadcasting that selfie was more than show and tell. It was an act of defiance on behalf of his whole family. He got a bystander to take an action shot to commemorate the exact moment he got the jab. And he did it to honor his aunts who didn't make it. It occurs to me, talking to Michael Kelly and Dan Liebarger, that my fear of exposing unfair privilege with a selfie might be misplaced. Quiet vaccination is probably the real mark of privilege. Michael Kelly thinks that if you're worried about upholding inequity with your selfie, the real solution is to be transparent about whatever privilege got you that place in line. That's a way of documenting what's happening. If you drove four hours on that tank of gas you could afford, maybe you could just say so? That seems like pretty good advice, so I'm going to follow it. I got my first dose of the Moderna vaccine on Thursday. I found an appointment thanks in large part to my giant network of people who are in the know. It also helped to have a good internet connection and enough autonomy in my job to drop everything when my email came in. I am eligible because of my career, and it's a career that would not be possible without a college degree. My profession got priority even though I'm able, for now, to work from home. I know people who haven't been able to get appointments even though their jobs put them directly in harm's way, and however that happened, it doesn't seem fair. I'm a white woman, and this virus has not killed anyone I know. In my selfie, I'm holding up my card. I'm smiling, but you can't really tell because of my mask. I took the picture outside because I wanted it to be obvious where I was, Midtown KC, a place I love and a place I've missed. A place where I hope to be out and about a lot more when everyone else is finally safe too. Thanks for listening to Real Humans by Gina Kaufman, a weekly podcast from KCUR Studios. It's based on a column at kcur.org, edited by Barb Shelley. Mackenzie Martin produces the podcast with music by Blue Dot Sessions. You can get it at kcur.org or subscribe wherever you get your podcasts.